What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another new release Monday here on Cinematic Reviews. You can find this episode and many other new releases on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Today, I'll be giving my thoughts on Firestarter, which is the newest movie adaptation of a Stephen King novel. But before I get into all that, let's talk some facts. Firestarter was released on May 13th, 2022, both in theaters and on the Peacock streaming service. It has so far grossed $3.5 million worldwide off of a $12 million budget. This isn't really surprising because one, it's another remake, and two, it was a lot cheaper to watch it on the Peacock service. It was directed by Keith Thomas, who I honestly have never heard of. He previously directed Arcane in 2017 and The Vigil in 2019. Both I have not seen or even heard of as well. This is a remake of the 1984 adaptation starring Drew Barrymore, David Keith, and Heather Locklear. But this 2022 version stars Zac Efron, who is probably the standout in the film, Ryan Kira Armstrong, and Sidney Lemon, who you probably know best from Succession. Armstrong previously appeared in another Stephen King adaptation, It Chapter 2. Lastly, for the most part, this 2022 version is the truer version to the novel than the 84 one. There honestly wasn't a whole lot of facts on this movie, so let's just jump right into my thoughts. Now, I've never read Stephen King's novel or seen the 84 version with Drew Barrymore, so I went into this movie pretty much blind. All I knew about it was what we saw in the trailers. I had next to zero expectations for it, which helped a lot. On paper, this is a really cool universe to dive into, and I'll get into more specifics as the episode goes on. I'm a real sucker for any movie that centers around superpowers. Marvel, DC, Netflix's Power Chick Power, pushed with Chris Evans. I enjoy all that stuff, so I probably enjoyed Firestarter a little more than any, everyone else did. It's not a groundbreaking story by any means, or a really done movie, but it's still pretty entertaining, especially with Zac Efron playing a significant role in it. He was definitely a standout performer in it. Ryan Kira Armstrong was also really good in it, but Efron just brought some really good acting chops to this film. I've always been a huge fan of his ever since his high school musical days, but I really enjoy his newer stuff like Dirty Grandpa, Baywatch, We Are Your Friends, and my personal favorite, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. And if you checked out my Fantastic Four episode, you already know that he is my choice for the MCU version of The Human Torch. I think he's a terrific actor, and I will watch anything that he's a part of. So Firestarter centers around a young girl named Charlie, who has special abilities like her parents, who are played by Zac Efron and Sidney Lemon. I enjoy their whole family dynamic, and it's definitely the heart of the film. Efron has the ability of persuasion, and Lemon has telekinetic powers. Both powers are really cool, and I enjoy every time they use them. I think it was a really nice touch having Efron crack his neck every time he was about to use his power. It let the audience know that some real shit was about to go down. Lemon didn't use her powers a whole lot, but when she did, it was really cool also. I liked the scene of her being chased in the house and stuff was flying at the assassin. Charlie's main power is producing fire, but eventually she, as well as the audience, discovers that she has both her parents' powers as well. I really like what they did with her fire ability from a special effects standpoint. The way the fire bursts out of her body was really cool and unique. My favorite scene of hers is probably when she set the agent on fire in the car. It was very brutal, and it was a great way to show Charlie's struggle of flirting with the evil side of having powers. I think it creates a better story if the audience sees some real struggle in our hero, especially if powers are a key factor in the plot. The opening credit montage of the interviews with Efron and Lemon were really cool, but the whole government part of the plot was honestly just kind of generic. The government experiments on people with the intent of using them as weapons. If you go against them, like Efron and Lemon do in the film, they hire assassins to hunt you down. 
It's been overdone and it gets really old after a while. Efron did a great job with what he was given to work with, and from what I've heard, he really wanted this part. He definitely earned it. I honestly wouldn't have watched it if he wasn't in it. The ending was also pretty lame. The scene where Charlie is trying to kill the guys in the fire gear was cool, but the assassin turning against the government to help Charlie was, wasn't really exciting. I understand that they wanted Charlie to have some kind of arc with sparing the assassin who killed her mom, but I think they should have just doubled down and made her kill him. I'm guessing they ended it with her leaving with the assassin in order to create some kind of open plot for his potential sequel, but I doubt we're going to get one due to the audience reactions. This is definitely a one and done. There's no need for a sequel. Efron using his powers on Charlie in order to burn the place down, including himself, was meant to be the emotional part of the film, but it didn't really hit that hard. It hit a little bit for me just because it's Efron and I'm a huge fan of his, and I could tell he acted his heart out in that in every scene that he was in, but it still wasn't very impactful. Overall, this was a decent film centered around special abilities. From my understanding, the 84 version was pretty good, and you won't be a real fan of this one if you've seen that one. I'll have to watch it and see for myself. This is definitely an interesting universe to explore, though. Efron is the standout character in this for sure, and I'm excited to see him in more stuff. He's a terrific, act terrific actor, and I think he's finally getting the recognition he deserves as becoming a serious actor. I really enjoyed the special effects that went into the powers, and the horror vibe of it was really good as well. The interview montage as the opening credits were rolling, was really well done. It did a great job at setting up this dark tone of the film. Armstrong did a great job also with the Charlie character, and I hope to see her in more stuff in the future. I would probably give this film a solid two stars out of five. It's definitely one of the weaker Stephen King adaptations. It and It Chapter 2 were the best ones by far, in my opinion. But who knows, maybe cinematic reviews will have a Stephen King season, and we'll revisit Firestarter and cover the 84 version as well. Well, that'll do it for this week's new release. Join me next week for my thoughts on another new release. Also, join me every Friday for the Star Wars season. This Friday, I will be talking about the book of Boba Fett.